right, here we go. <laughs> a little bit delayed, a little early, a little delayed, but here we are. Ready to get yeah. started. All right, and we'll be Terryless uh, for a little while. Yeah. But regardless, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you can send us an email at the TSF at that's funny. Now that's funny. <laughs> that's right, everybody. This is a podcast that sounds funny. And uh, today is going to be the week of uh, March 22nd, 2022. Um, we are in season two, show 21, episode 73. Uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it, although we're going to be a minus a brother for at least a little bit. I'm your <laughs> host, Keith, and joined with me at the moment is... Jill, I get to go first because Terry's not here. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure he will be joining us uh, shortly. Yep. But uh, we did have to change our recording schedule that kind of threw him off a little bit even though he should have known about it right uh, but he's got some business to take care of so he can tell us about it later when he gets here whenever that may be but right now we'd like to start out with what's new does anyone have a question could be a classic family story something recent reading watching doing and do you want to go first well i had my kids all over yesterday and we was having a barbecue. Yeah, they were just laying around. They're all over. Wow. Yeah, right all we cooked them, cooked them all up on the grill. <laughs> that is I, one I thing. That... They're all all sunbathing in the yard. They're just spread all over. <laughs> uh, my daughter's boyfriend did the cooking, and my husband says, "Thanks for cooking up, Corey." And <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> he cooked himself on the grill. I thought I had a chicken leg. <laughs> ah, chicken leg. Yeah. Yeah, they did chicken legs and bratwurst and pork steaks and wow. hamburgers. I knew we should have came over yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but my little grandson that's three is going through, of course, we all know, the potty training stage. Wow. And uh, he came in and did his little business. Well, we're all out in the yard. All of us adults are out there, you know, talking and having a good time and Sister, his sister comes out and says, uh, Maverick needs somebody inside. And he wanted his dad to wipe his butt, but mom came in and the mom come back out and said he didn't want me to do it. He wanted dad to do it. <laughs> He's particular about who wipes that little butt. Huh? <laughs> I guess. And so, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny because dad was the one doing the cooking. <laughs> Yeah, so the chef gets to wipe his little butt and go back out and cook some more. Yeah, I always yeah. think that's funny when they're so particular about who wipes my bottom. And they want the one that's the least convenient. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you, the other one. Uh, They've got to be particular about who touches my bottom. <laughs> my little tushy. I can't be seen by girls. Yeah, I don't that's remember funny. I'm sure we, we've all had our moment where that's happened to us, but yeah. <laughs> it's always a good laugh. 
That's how you know you're officially a parent. You have to whack that little butt. It's been to aim it right at you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, last week I mentioned for our opening story about having a new kitten in the house. I was concerned about poison prevention week and all like that. The little cat's name was Romeo. Stalkers! Romeo! <laughs> you got to get another one. Name it Juliet. That's why I asked the kids. Where's the other cat at? <laughs> um, but um, it's just a kitten. It's not very big. And he likes to catch mice. And most times cats like to catch the mouse. They drop it at your feet. Look what I did. And then you can pick it up and get rid of it. Uh, well, this cat he likes to run around and catch mice and then he just leaves them laying and you don't know he's caught a mouse until you can smell it a few <laughs> days later it's like oh man i got a massive headache what there must be a mouse or what there somewhere <laughs> well if he's still a kitten he's learning that he's got to bring them to you <laughs> yeah uh, but the other funny thing about little romeo is last night my wife had to uh, go and spend a night with her mom because she had a doctor appointment and it's about you know a 15 minute drive from where her mom lives as opposed to an hour and a half drive from here so she decided to spend a night what she's done before and never fails when she was bedtime kids go running through the house where's grandma where's grandma where's grandma where's grandma well they didn't do that last night but romeo sure did <laughs> i was getting ready to go to bed and I'm walking down the hallway here, little kitty cat you know, stampeding around meow (laughs) meow, like maybe he has to go outdoors but being a young cat I don't know if we should let him outdoors by himself because especially at nighttime, there's critters that roam around that can owl might come down and snatch him up or little household pets and so I mentioned that to my son and he didn't seem too concerned about it and then he says maybe he's missing mom like maybe and so i he, he's you know again as, as a turn around to go down the stairs he's all like you know, boom, 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 prancing <laughs> around in front of me yeah <laughs> i go down the steps i go to the bedroom i sit down and change clothes for the night yeah yeah <laughs> he's looking for mom where's that lady that lives here i know there's a lady she's gone where did she go well she'll be back by morning i'm gonna need to be fed <laughs> yeah and so, of course, I had to call my wife and let her know that it's not a kid this time. It's his grandma. It's a kitty cat. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so uh, that is our opening stories. I know Terry will have some lots of opening uh, thoughts or opening what's new stuff when he gets here. Uh, we'll, hey, he missed that segment. He'll have to come in when he come in. Yeah, where we're we're, at. <laughs> wherever we're at, we'll have to take a quick break and let him have a moment to review if, if he wants to. Yeah, but for now, let's go ahead and move into our holiday segment. Happy holiday! May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. Ooh. And um. We usually record on Tuesday, although we're doing a little bit early this week. Uh, we'll go our, for holidays for the whole week from Tuesday to Tuesday. So to recap, what you heard last week on uh, Tuesday is 
National Goof Off Day. Mm-hmm. That's what Terry's doing. Yeah, that's why he's not here. He's goofing off. Yeah. <laughs> it's World Water Day. I don't remember reading that one last week, but maybe I did. National West Virginia Day. Bavarian Crepe Day. Or if that's like a, a, a French crepe, Suzette, which is basically... Maybe kind of, some kind of Danish or something. Well, a crepe, Suzette's basically a pancake. Oh. So I wonder if a... Oh, I'm sorry. Bava- Bavarian crepe. I was, I was thinking of, a, of a, uh, a waffle, the Belgian waffle, but no, maybe not. I don't know. It's whatever that food is. <laughs> National Ag Day, which I guess stands for agriculture. Daffodil Day. Sunday was the first day of spring, so let's get our daffodils out there. Uh, it is as young as you feel, Day. Um, I feel um, young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is American Diabetes Association Awareness Day. Um, National Drug and Alcohol Facts Week. Now, I thought... Oh, I know what it was. It's it's a holiday for Monday. It, Monday had uh, World Poetry Day, so I, I posted, uh-huh. posted on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, yeah. did I oh I wish that I could be a poet on the day of World Poetry. You sound like <laughs> Dr. Seuss. <laughs> so I was trying my best to be a, a bad poet, I guess. A poet, but that would have been Monday. He looks like the kind of a guy who would. Uh, but moving on, though, to March 23rd, Wednesday. I guess For me, gonna... Wednesday Wednesday's going to be National Change Your Cast Day. Ooh, change your, <laughs> your, your cat. Your purple My purple cat. cat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It is World Meteorological Day. That's interesting. We had a meteorological story last week for our email. I should have saved that. Huh. <laughs> It is World Maps Day, uh, which I do not know. Read a map today. (laughs) It is Near Miss Day. I guess that means you're almost married and then still missed. (sighs) Missed. (laughs) Still missed. Dang it. You could be playing Battleship. Here's one I'm sure Terry will like. National Tamale Day. Oh, I like tamales too. They're good. I think our grandkid who could survive on corn dogs and tacos, he might like tamales. We haven't had him in a while. We'll have to find out. Yeah. It is National Puppy Day. Oh. So besides getting you a little kitty cat, maybe we should get us a little puppy. Not. <laughs> um, National Chip and Dip Day. Ooh, yummy. Oh, really? National Chia Day, I guess, for all the Chia pets out there. Chia. <laughs> Melba Toast Day. I think, but then what you get to babies, Melba Toast or something. Uh, helps them with their teeth. Like a Zwieback cracker or something. Yeah. Hello, my fat little sugar man. Uh, moving on, March 24th, Thursday. National Cheese Steak Day. Make you a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Yummy. National Chocolate Covered Raisin Day. Yeah. I like those too. All kinds of good food this week. Uh-huh. National Cocktail Day. So, hey, swizzle down a drink while you're swizzling down all those chocolate raisins, I guess. Yeah. 
World Tuberculosis Day. So all of you who don't have tuberculosis, this is your day to go out and get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's the other way around. Yeah, I think our grandpa, my our dad's dad, I think died of TB. At least that's what grandma used to say. He only used to come around long enough to get me pregnant. He'd leave again. He was out of TB, <laughs> tired butt. <laughs> no, I think he really did have TB, but yeah, that's what grandma used to say. He's out of tired butt. Hello, honey bunch. Uh, let's see. Uh, moving on, March 25th, Friday. Ooh, National Lobster Newberg Day. You're right. Huh. All, all kinds of fancy dishes. This is going to be a fancy yeah. week, I think. Next week, you're going to have to national get on the scale and see how much weight you gained this week. I know. <laughs> uh, well, you know, while you're eating all that food, you can enjoy like you know, the Lord of the Rings books because it's National Tolkien Day. Oh, read a J- book. J.R.R. Tolkien Day. It is National Medal of Honor Day. Wow, I didn't know I had a day for that, but that's great. Yeah. People who have a Medal of Honor, they don't win it. They are awarded it because nobody seeks out to win a Medal of Honor. And the ones that do usually end up dead without it. <laughs> huh. <laughs> uh, that's the true fact. Uh, International Waffle Day. Hey, we had the Crepes Day, Bavarian, whatever. Now we have a waffle yep. day. A National yeah. Dandy Day. Oh, wow. So if you are huh. sporting some fancy clothes out there, quite the dandy. Quite the dandy, yeah. But if you're not telling the truth, you'd be a dandy lion. Wordplay, <laughs> <laughs> wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is Maryland Day. So if you live in the state of Maryland, or as the person that I know who lives in Maryland used to call it, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> Which people in Maryland don't like that. <laughs> we call that. That's how um, it's spelled, Maryland. <laughs> yeah, it's not spelled Maryland. Uh, it is um, the Feast of the Annunciation Week. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's a Catholic You must thing. enunciate while you enunciate speak. Enunciate your <laughs> words very plainly. <laughs> I am enunciating to you today. Now, see, what I think of about Annunciation is like the, the birth of Christ was announced by the angels. If that were to happen before Christmas, I mean, wouldn't it? I mean... Um, I don't know. Was there yeah, somebody right. announcing Easter? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to announce Easter. It will be here in a few weeks. <laughs> Let's see. You know what it might be? This is nine months before uh, Christmas to, you know, to the day. Oh, so maybe they figure the angels came now to announce to Mary, you're going to have a baby in nine months. So I, maybe I get it. Okay. Yeah, that could be. But if I'm wrong out there, Catholics. You know what to do. Send me an email. Tell me <laughs> about it. And if I'm right, tell me that too. I guessed right. <laughs> uh, since my wife is at her doctor today, she must be celebrating National Physicians Week. She'll be there all week. <laughs> all week long. Yeah. Well, last Friday, I think, was Certified Nurses Day, but now we have Physicians Week. Um, he hates me, you know. Moving on. March 26th, Saturday. 
yeah, I lost my place. There we go. Um, National Nougat Day. Wow, more chocolatey fun goodness there. Yeah. Chocolatey nougat in the middle of that Three Musketeers. <laughs> uh, it's wear a hat day. I guess nothing else. Just a hat. I want to get me a top hat and pull it down on my body, poke some holes for my arms, poke out a. <laughs> It is Nike Air Max Day. Well, that sounds like a marketing ploy to me. Yeah. Um, National Spinach Day. Popeye! <laughs> I am what I am. Hey, here's a good so? one. This is the best one ever. Make up your own holiday day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my day today. <laughs> this is the day for t- big, tall, fat, blind guys day. <laughs> make up your own holiday that would be fun it is uh, epilepsy awareness day purple day i guess it's also known as so wear purple for absolute epilepsy awareness (laughs) my my tongue has epilepsy i guess Uh, earth hour only an hour that day only for for an hour which hour i don't know (laughs) but it's earth hour on saturday Live long and prosper day. You just do that Vulcan salute. You know, where you split your hand between your two middle fingers, you know. Yeah. Jeez, you know, Saturday actually has a lot of stuff for change. Usually it's Friday that hogs them all. Right. He seems like rather a sturdy young man, a little timid, but uh, well set up physically. Moving on to Sunday, March 27, National Joe Day. If your name is Joe, it's your day. Exactly. So I guess President Joe Biden, maybe people Uh, give him a break for a change. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. No, no Joe Biden jokes for me that day. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) It is Pretzel Sunday. Maybe uh, our the new Mister Cone Bar can be selling lots of pretzels on pretzels on Sunday. Yeah. You might have to mention that to him. Right. Although that span a spinach day, maybe not so much. No. <laughs> All the good food they have, I don't care for cooked spinach. I like it raw in a salad or on a sandwich, but Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like it cooked, but I like it best with a little bit of vinegar on it. Just about a teaspoon. Not doesn't have to be a lot, but just enough to give it a little bit of you know flavor. I always had a problem. I always thought it looked like the grass after you mow the yard. Whenever you have the wet grass clippings up on the yeah, and I could always that looks like grass. I don't want to eat grass. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's national. I'm sorry, World Theater Day. So I guess that means the theater, like Shakespeare. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you didn't know, uh, Shakespeare was a was a shaky javelin thrower. Oh yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he was a shaky and a spear. Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, it is Modern Sunday if you live in the UK. So hey, if we have any UK listeners, why don't you give us a, an email and tell me what the heck that means? Yeah. It's International Scribble Day. <gasps> scribble, scribble. We Just have not on a, the walls. a little granddaughter who does that. She'll scribble on anything, walls, anything that, she, that this needs to have a scribble on it. She takes care of that for you. 
That's how you know she was there. Leaves her mark. <laughs> She'll even scribble on herself if you let her. Yeah, a lot of kids do that. Um, British summertime begins. I guess they're behind the curb with all the uh, the London fog that rolls in. I don't know. <laughs> they're a little... Wait, summertime. We're talking about spring. Well, so I guess the Brits are early. They've been chopping a bit. Yeah, because our spring yeah. just started. Yeah, spring uh, just started last Sunday. Yeah. It's National Cleaning Week. So, hey, spring cleaning. We could use some spring cleaning people around this house. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, Quentin Tarantino's birthday. Eh, who cares? I guess he does. And he ought to be bored for the samples. Uh, March 28th, Monday. National Black Forest Cake Day. Oh. It sounds good. I don't know what it is, but it sounds good. <laughs> Must be like a dark chocolate black. I'm sure it's a German thing. And if it's what yeah. I think it is, it's a cake where they have little bitty thin layers. They have like a whole bunch of little bitty thin layers all stacked up. Huh. Kind of like having little little chocolate pancakes all stacked up on each other with, with icing all over them and in between. I huh. think that's what it is, but I could be mistaken. Um, something on a stick day <laughs> national something on a stick I guess ice cream bar on a stick popsicle corn dogs lollipops yep. lollipops corn dogs anything on a stick teriyaki chicken teriyaki you go to the Chinese restaurant they put it on a little yeah. stick for you chicken yeah. on a stick <laughs> uh, national triglycerides day so while you're eating all this yummy food, you might need to check your cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess uh, who's here? <laughs> it's National Weird. Uh, I'm sorry, Weed Appreciation Day. And speaking of Weed Appreciation Day, guess who just came <laughs> in our chat room? No response from Terry, but he's here. It is Respect <laughs> Your Cat Day. Oh, you better respect your cat for bringing you dead Catching mice. all of them dead mice, yeah. It is Surf Emancipation Day. I didn't know it needed. Can you hear me? Yeah, there I know you I can hear you. Hello. Yeah, we have. Can one, you hear me now? Let me do uh, Tuesday to wrap up here, March 29th, and then we'll we'll turn the floor over to you. You ought to do it right or not at all. Uh, World Piano Day is next Tuesday. <laughs> Seward's Day, which I think is uh, the Secretary of State during Abraham Lincoln, who bought uh, Alaska Territory from the Russians. Uh, National Vietnam War Veterans Day. National Smoke and Mirrors Day. In other words, just in our day in politics. <laughs> it's National <laughs> Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. <clears throat> there you go, just for Terry. <laughs> Is that today? Or? No. Well, no, not... Tuesday. Tomorrow, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Next, yeah, yeah, t- next 29th. It is... Um, Lemon Chiffon Cake Day. Yeah. And that's all we got for the week ending on Tuesday here. So, as it, well, that proves a lot. Now that Terry's here and he heard a couple of those really nifty holidays, I'm sure he would just love to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. And I missed them all. Before we uh, head into our uh, next segment, which is news, uh, why don't we let Terry uh, give us some uh, weekly updates here if you want to or not? Weekly updates. Well, I've closed on a new business and I'm there now but uh, the old the old owners seems to still want the money today too 
They do. Get out of here. It's our store. <laughs> and uh, let's see. I Well, I, I, I know there's a matter of making payrolls. Like, look, are you going to make payroll? Or do we have to make payroll? <laughs> right. Anyway. And uh, trying to untangle my earbuds. <laughs> I don't know how, if anybody if they can hear all the extra background noise or if it's still. Pretty- no, it's actually pretty quiet. Zoom really does a good job of canceling certain background sounds <laughs> yeah. uh well um so yeah I, I know you had had that happen so i don't know how much you want to talk about that uh, or we just can it's really it. fun we're really we're really enjoying it you know it's it's you know it's been lots of fun and and uh we actually the old owner actually has you know hired um three employees who uh they sound like they're pretty confident huh? for three years and um one the other two just started but they've worked similar jobs and stuff know how to run all the machines and so we feel comfortable telling the old owner to go bye-bye you know we can all i needed to know was where to order stuff from yeah i I would at least uh use him as a resource to uh to pick his brain and on the people interested they can find find the cone bar well 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 this is an unexpected pleasure yeah, Harry's uh, gonna have to make a we, commercial. Have to get your grandson to make a commercial. Said that's my favorite place to go. All my friends should come and. <laughs> yeah. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade. Crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois. 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T E R R Y S M I N I M A L L.com. Or call my store at 618 471 9088. Thank you. But if, we, if you're ready, we can move on to our news. Okay. Well, I can go first if you want me to. Go ahead. My first story is about a flock of escaped chickens. And they were caught going through a Dunkin' Donuts drive through with the uh, animal protection person that stopped to capture them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it says it, it happened in Naples, but it didn't say what state. I'm sure a lot of states have Naples, it. Italy. No, Chicago's got one up that way. Naples. Yeah, it was Naples and Italy. Well, well I, I, doubt they, I doubt they have a Dunkin' Donuts in Italy. <laughs> I don't know if they have Dunkin' Donuts yeah. in Italy, but <laughs> they were riding shotguns. In, in the... Yep. I read that story too. <laughs> well, there was a phone call to the Humane Society that there were chickens. You know, a bunch of them. They were running a muck, a muck, a muck. (laughs) Yeah. 
And buck, so they buck, came. Instead of bok, 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 they were running a muck, muck, muck. And so they roosted on an oil truck on the corner of this intersection. Oh, wow. And the, the lady came to capture them, the Humane Society lady. And she had dog kennels that she puts dogs in and small animals. And so she put as many chickens in those that she could. But there are more chickens than she thought. So she coaxed oh. them into the backseat of her vehicle. <laughs> you know, that southern border is really getting to be wide open. <laughs> um, well, well this, oh, the, the, the illegal chicken immigrants. <laughs> I got the story here. It, it happened in the state of Maine. Oh, Naples, Maine. Up there in Stephen King country. Is that where this happened? Did you hear it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. It's the attack of the wild chickens up there. Uh, well, so she got, got them in the back of her vehicle, but then she didn't realize the door between the front and back was open. So some of the chickens went on into the front of her vehicle. And so hmm. she tried to chew them to the back, but they got nervous and started pooping in her vehicle. So she Poop decided everywhere. to just let them ride shotgun. Do something about it at once. Oh, I could. Poop explosion. Chicken yeah. Poop. And Whoa. so uh, that would have fit decided... last week with our, or, or the one we had with our, our, our bowel and fart jokes and stuff. <laughs> oh, did you tell them that you got to that part, did you? No, uh-huh. not yet. She uh, uh-huh. <laughs> she was trying to capture them with her a net, but a rat had chewed through her net and ruined that idea. Oh, a rat! Oh, well, yeah, chewed a hole in her. Yeah. And something else was broke or something. So then all she decided. I guess she needed coffee after all this, so she went through the Dunkin' drive-through to get donut crumbs and a coffee. I'm assuming the coffee was for her and the crumbs were for all the chickens. And yeah. so then she ended up taking him to a farm. And if the owner shows up to collect his his or her chickens, they can have them. She, but if she should they have went through went through a McDonald's and got a coffee you, and some chicken nuggets. But you left out you left out the funny part, didn't you? What is it? Tell us. Didn't you, Joe? I, I don't know. Him, she put them all in the back seat of her, her vehicle, but she didn't realize the pass through window was open. Yeah, yeah, she, I saw she that. Saw that. Yeah. You want to know something? What? It's nothing to be ashamed of. Crazy chickens. I guess I quit listening to I, it. I, so I wonder if they had super chicken on their side trying to protect them. Or chicken man. Yeah, but if the owner don't show up, they'll become a permanent resident of their foster chicken home. But that was a pretty funny story. I chickens go yeah definitely. crazy chickens gone wild <laughs> well, it says that she called the banger evening news that's why i've narrowed it down to being in Maine. Uh, defending your right to conduct your business without interference from who- yeah. yeah speaking of fact what's got for us terry <laughs> oh me <laughs> well i can if you're not ready okay well my first one is called Rattlesnake Roundup takes two paths, drawing praise and scorn. This has a byline of Woodstock, Georgia. An annual Rattlesnake Roundup in South Georgia recently changed the format of the month's event to celebrate living snakes without skinning or butchering them, earning applause from animal rights activists. Daddy, I'm in love. Oh, that again. But 
no such changes are occurring in a huge rattlesnake roundup beginning this weekend in Texas, a festival that the activists say is barbaric. <laughs> I thought I'd point it out. Well, it's not nice to point. The two events are a marked contrast to how rattlesnake events are handled. They also show the huge divide in how they're seen by some with the Georgia affair being heralded by animal activists and the Texas affair shamed. <laughs> uh, a few uh, rattlesnake roundups still persist, uh, says a Arizona-based uh, Center for Biological Diversity uh, uh, that had nothing but scorn for the Texas festival which is notorious for openly killing and skinning Texas diamondback rattlesnakes by the hundreds <laughs> in front of crowds. <laughs> you know why Arizona's mad? That's their baseball team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, the plans for the world's largest rattlesnake roundup this weekend in Texas town of Sweetwater are full scale ahead with snakes set to be skinned and others to be milked. There's even a pageant for local young women, Miss Snake Charmer. Instead <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> Miss Texas or Miss America, you can be Miss Snake Charmer. So would I be the laughing stock of the whole town? I wonder if you handle the snakes and kiss them or something like, you know, Cinderella kissed a snake and made a mistake or however that goes. Uh, the town of 11,000 is expected to swell to 30,000 during the festival um, said Dennis Cumby one of the I guess uh, people who organize that uh, it's the biggest event this town every year uh, it's very much part of our culture uh, the same is true in a South Alabama town of Og where an annual rattlesnake festival has drawn people for over 60 years uh, well or, organizers say that snake hunters who bring in big rattles get rid of nuisance reptiles opponents say eastern diamondback snakes are declining in population uh, that seems strange to you and says what we have figured out over 64 years is that we're not damaging the population of the snakes whatsoever. There's just as many as there always has been. It might decline it, one day a year when they it, have this festival. Yeah, they claim it's similar to how deer hunters hunt deer to keep the deer populations in check. This is what this festival does. Um, but in Georgia, they say this more humane format uh, was a success. Uh, they didn't say what makes it humane, uh, but they say the exact numbers in attendance are unknown because many children and others can get it free. Um, but anywhere from 7,000 to 15,000, they estimate. Um, it says everyone was nervous about it and didn't know how it would go. Uh, whereas in Texas, uh, it draws visitors from all over the world. 
uh, it began 64 years ago to keep snakes from overtaking the town uh, and attacking livestock and some people. Uh, so it, it does serve a purpose. Uh, Karen Hunt, who grew up in Sweetwater, recalls fellow Texans asking her about her hometown. Yep, we're the rattlesnake town, they would say. Now, as a director uh, of the Chamber of Commerce, uh, she says people come from England, Germany, and all parts of the world to inquire about the festival and make plans to visit. So right, that, that's weird because you know you want to get your snake population down. You don't want to bite people and killing them. So what's yeah. better to kill the snake or the people? <laughs> you don't want to have them slithering amok in the streets, <laughs> right? <laughs> so they're running. They need Saint Patrick to come and chase them away. Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> what? They need more Catholics down there in Texas. Okay. <laughs> I've got. Uh, my- but she says it puts them on the map. It gives us a sense of place. Uh, they gather the snakes. There's a contest for those capturing the most, those capturing the largest ones. And they're brought to the fairgrounds where multiple parts of the snakes are harvested. Uh, he, they have a milking pit where venom is extracted and used for various medical purposes. Uh, the snake's skins will eventually show up on cowboy boots and other belts and other Western wear. No way. Uh, rattles <laughs> and heads are used for souvenirs. There's literally no waste. Nothing goes to waste, he says. We also butcher. Keychain. We, yeah, we also <laughs> butcher about a thousand pounds of meat for a barbecue. You think you can handle it? Now, that's, like a, that's like the rabbit's foot keychain. Get a rattlesnake head keychain. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, if it has the mouth open, he can use the fangs for a back scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes they still got poison in there. It's just like a poison. Well, if they're if they've been if they're dead and you dry the heads like a mummified snake head or something, maybe not. Uh, but I was thinking, you know how they you see, you know the the character. Istic uh, barbecue, you have a chicken and it's on a spit, you turn it over the, the coals. Rotisserie, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder how that would look if you had a rotisserie snake. You have one big long stick to put to that snake and a big long skinny barbecue pit. <laughs> turn the steak, get him all rotisserie. <laughs> don't you see what that does to the audience? Yeah, it builds them up to an awful letdown. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Oh, I'm sure they don't do it that way. No, they probably put a bunch of them over a regular size. They, you know, they probably cut them up in pieces and do them that way. But hey, they say uh, rattlesnake meat is good eating. Um, my wife had okay. some whenever she was pregnant with our number two kid. Really? And whenever I was in the desert out at 29 Palms, one of a couple of our guys captured a rattlesnake and ate it. I didn't oh, have any of it, but it smelled good. Oh man, it smelled hmm. really good. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's, it was kind of long, but I was giving Terry a chance to. Uh, oh well, I'm ready. Yeah. You ready now? I, I saw in the news season there was, you know, there's a bunch of St. Patrick's Day stuff. I was like, well, yeah, there was. <laughs> I was like, well, St. Patrick's Day over. I got some other ones. There's a a British home home insurance released. A detail, a report of 
Dirty Deeds Done by Dogs. <laughs> in the yard. <laughs> and like such as a dog that uh, knew how to turn the water tap on and flooded their home. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Oh, I don't have a possible thumbs. How do I turn it off? I can turn it off, but I don't know how to turn it off. Yeah. They... There was another dog that. I, I, where did it go? A. Uh, a Labrador Drake. Labrador Great Dane. The Labrador Cat Flooded Department. And then there was another. She was cleaning out a fish tank when her dog wrapped around the power cord and knocked her laptop into the fish tank. Oh, my. Well, you know that that, that aquarium screensaver, the dog was just confused. <laughs> there was I another... killed the fish are up there. <laughs> they had a fish tank screensaver. <laughs> they really had a dog. Well. That spilled paint on a on the homeowner's stairs. <laughs> another dog spilled. Dog. Another dog spilled bleach all over the carpet. <laughs> and another dog ironed onto the carpet. That burned that carpet. Another dog got excited to see another dog and knocked over somebody's big screen TV. <laughs> yeah, it's like a couple of kids we have in our house once in a while. <laughs> their, their dad had like, just bought a brand new HD big screen TV and he'd hardly had it a week, I don't think. They knocked it over to crack it. Wow. Let's see. They they say that you you know, you can get most most insurance policies have exclusions for such things. That means, I guess, it's not covered. Like chewing, scratching. Right. You need to buy a warranty when you buy a big screen, and that ought to cover it, I would hope. That's why you buy a warranty. And so, I, you know, I sit there counting as I go, well, is this my top 10 list or is this, oh no, it's just a couple <laughs> story, but so, I, did, I was like, is this, my, is this my top 10 list? <laughs> I was like, dog knocks over the fish tank, dog. This dirty is, dogs, not dirt cheap, my dog. Maybe maybe those are the dogs in the story a couple of weeks ago over there in, in England where they want you to sniff their poop too. <laughs> so, <laughs> sniff my poop. That was over. 
what are you feeding them dogs? They're not <laughs> turning on the water and knocking stuff everywhere. But yeah, that was my first story. But well, um, back on you, Jill. Jill's yeah. turn. My next one is about an alligator that chases a boat in a Florida retention pond. A retention pond. Yeah. No, and some is. Florida woman caught it on video of this little alligator. Well, it didn't say big or little, but it was chasing somebody, I guess, was playing, of course, on the remote control boat. Don't you like me? Just, just a little bit? Sure, I like you. And they're not sure if the alligator thought it was a food source or if it was actually playing with the boat, chasing yeah, it like a puppy dog. Made you know, been curious. Stick. What's that thing up there? I'm going to chase it around. Yeah. Yep. And the University of Tennessee said that uh, alligators do actually get playful, which I don't know. All of them that you ever see just lay there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just laying here. But, uh, they don't move a lot. So that's why I'm thinking this must have been a younger, curious alligator. He was just in a happy mood that day. Yes, a happy little alligator. But that's, I mean, that was a really short story. So don't make sense. That's about all there was to that. Somebody caught it on video. Of the, <laughs> I wonder if it would have caught the boat, if it would have returned it to the person, yeah. you know, it like a dog <laughs> bringing back <laughs> the to <laughs> it, it fetches it, carries back to the shore, and his jaws. Here you go. Go to Here's your boat. Let's do it again. <laughs> I was giggling at yours, but I was also listening to my next story, too, in my ear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, is it anyway. your turn or my turn? I forgot. It's your turn, Keith. You go ahead. It's your turn. We're going around. Okay. Well, my second one here. Nice try, but no potato for a New Zealand couple's farm. You may remember last fall, we talked about Doug, the giant potato. It was dug up there in New Zealand. And uh, the owners thought that they were going to get a hold of Guinness Book of World Records because it had the world's largest potato. Uh, They're in Wellington, New Zealand. Um, When is a potato not a potato? Don't ask them, That's what I'm going to do. When it's a tuber of a gourd, according to Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, The news... (laughs) The New Zealand couple thought they had the world's largest potato that they found in their small garden near Hamilton, but they've had their dreams turned to mash. As Guinness called and said that scientific testing had found it was, in fact, not a potato. Uh, Colin, who first hit the tuber with with his hoe last August when gardening with his wife, said... It sure looked and tasted like a potato. Mind <laughs> you, he added, I've never tasted a gourd tuber. It's a tumor. A tumor. What can you say, Craig said. You have to believe it because we gave them that DNA stuff. But after months of submitting photos and paperwork, the couple got the bad news from Guinness in an email last week. Dear Colin, the email begins, going on to say, Sadly, the specimen is not a potato, but is indeed a tuber of a gourd. For this reason, we do unfortunately have to disqualify the application. 
That's weird. Don't try to show off, Bill. You had your chance. No large potato for them, but is it is it the world's largest largest gourd tuber? Is my question. <laughs> Are they still in the running for that? I'm Maybe. The it's world may never know. Something. <laughs> it's a large alien. <laughs> Did you say that it tell the weight or how big it was? Well, it didn't large... say the weight in this story, but it was like, yeah. I think, 14 pounds. Wow. Yeah. We, we, I don't know if we did the story or what. We, we did it last fall when they first found it. So that's a follow up. Anyway, it's back on the story. I got one. A New Jersey animal control is called to rescue an escaped pet parrot. And the animal control uh, responded the um, residents and spotted the parrot. They had a, a wooded area, you know, off on the side of their property. And they, he spotted the parrot in a tree on a branch. And being an animal control, they know that a sick or injured animal is usually more easily to catch. And so, and they just kind of like freeze, you know, like some do, and they don't move. Like, yeah, hey, I'm a statue. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, he was getting his net about ready to, you know, get the bird and the people were watching <laughs> watching and he when he got close he saw that it was he took the net and he hit hit it and the head popped off oh. it was a fake bird <laughs> fake it bird. was ceramic but real and uh. it didn't move and he noticed it was fake so he hit it and all the people were like no <laughs> Ripped his head off. You'd be an animal control person. I know it was a bad bear, but he didn't kill it. It's fake, everybody. It's fake. Yeah. And it, it was a test of the emergency so. animal protection system. Beep. <laughs> his name was Jim Ferry. Jim Ferry. <laughs> so, so the bird gave him the like bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fake bird. I mean, well, how did not, it get up there? Somebody had to put it up there. Somebody would have had to know about it. Who it called just the perched on the branch. Well, it's like the owner must have just put it out there on the branch. He, you know, just stuck it out there, perched it out there like it belonged there, you know. But right, it would be kind of silly because if a wind or something comes up, it's going to knock it down and shatter. But, yeah, he may have had it, you know, nestled in between something, or maybe nailed <laughs> to the branch. It's just ceramic, just maybe nailed it down. That would be weird. It was mm-hmm. so lifelike. It thought it was a real bird. I want to get that bird. That's crazy. Is that I all you got to that story? More. Well, that's all that story, but I got okay. I, I, story, I got oh. one more. Yeah, I, don't, I thought I had a third one. I don't have a third one, so I'm done. I got one more. There's a place in Arizona. Biotech company offers money for poop in Arizona. Don't expect miracles. That's right. You can poop and donate it as a sample to this good nature company. They pay for stool samples. They pay for stool samples. 
you can make $25 to $75, depending maybe on the size of what you donate. I'm not sure how they. Uh, I got a bunch of pooping kids schedule. around here. I, I, I got a bunch of kids who can send their pooping to them. 25 bucks a pop. Yeah. <laughs> Put it into a little box, mail it to them. There you go. Yep. And it says you can make up to $1,500 a month. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got to do their business, so you might as well benefit from it. That sounds like the slogan of that uh, Super Bowl, Super Poop, whatever story I did. Everyone poops. You might as well get paid for it. Uh, the potential donors need to have two to three samples to donate each week. Oh, I could do that. Regular bowel movements. Don't smoke. No history of gastrointestinal diseases. You can't be pregnant. I'm going through the list Uh, of all their... I guess uh, that's still in running. (laughs) No alcohol or drug abuse. Yeah, and you actually, I guess, have to be there to donate in person. You can't oh, send You just it can't in. mail it in. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so if you live in Arizona. Do they, do they taste test it or what do they do? This well, is, they're, yeah, who knows? <laughs> they're collecting that, that's why they're particular about who sends it in so it tastes right. <laughs> <laughs> to help with gastrointestinal problems they somehow i guess can tell by your samples they do lab work on it i'm sure yeah i admit it does appear to be a little peculiar but maybe we're getting old-fashioned abner behind the time you don't I, have a third story this week Keith? Well, well i thought i had one but apparently <laughs> i don't and i was commenting to jill earlier about this story this would be a good way for los angeles and san francisco to clean up their streets for all the homeless people <laughs> You, did you have more on yours, Jill? Or? No, that's pretty much it. I just thought oh, yeah, it was one funny. More. It's similar, okay. I think, to the story you did this early. A Florida swim team was uh, could not go and have their 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 uh, training practice because there was an alligator in the swimming pool. Oh, wow. oh! I didn't want to go. You wanted to go. Okay. He was <laughs> chasing the And it, and the it wasn't a little pool floaty toy either. <laughs> the, the Lake County Sheriff's Department was called to the school and to remove an alligator that held up the swim team practice, held him up at gunpoint, <laughs> swimming in the pool. And uh, so they... <laughs> they uh, responded. They <laughs> the alligator re- refused to vacate the pool upon request. I ain't gonna do no such a thing. Uh, Come on, alligator! Please leave. They please used, leave. A, they used a, <laughs> a pole. The you know, like you rescue people. They used a pole to to push. Push or pull the alligator to the edge. Oh, like, no, we're not going. This is our pool. Where they where, where they grabbed a three foot alligator. It wasn't very big, just a three foot alligator. Uh-huh. And then uh, they got it to the edge of the pool. Then they grabbed it. They put black electrical tape around its mouth. <laughs> Smart idea. And 
Then uh, they took it to Lake Apanka, and then it was released on its own recognizance, it says. Well, good. And no animals or people were hurt in this story. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, again. It was a swim team. Uh, they, they got, the alligator just wanted to watch the swim team from a different perspective <laughs> underneath instead of on top of the water. He, he was an underwater cameraman for the, for the sport. <laughs> now for a comedy classic. achieved the prominence of a mention in the public press. Our young hero, Dennis Day, made it once when he became the only man in the history of Weaverville Public School to enter the eighth grade under the GI Bill of Rights. <laughs> but real fame has always eluded him until today. He's just burst open the front door of the Anderson house in a state of wild excitement to come face to face with his astonished girlfriend, Mildred. Mildred, the evening paper, is it here? My picture's in it, Mildred, my picture. Your picture? Yeah, for the Weaverville safety campaign cut to, to cut down street accidents. You see, some people cross streets outside of the safety zone, some cross against the lights, some cross diagonally from corner to corner. But why did they take your picture? I was the first person to do everything wrong at the same time. <laughs> So that's it. Sure, I'm famous. I've been chosen. I've been chosen the pedestrian most likely to decease. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? Oh, yes, I guess so. How long has this safety campaign been going on? Oh, it started this morning. The mayor began it himself with speeches at the corner of Third and Elman from the hospital. Gee. <laughs> Two speeches in one morning? Well, it was really one speech continued while he was speaking at the corner of Third and Elm. A car hit him. Well, the paper's right here. Let's see now. Oh, look, right there on page one. Read that caption. Um, do you wish to visit a cemetery permanently? All you have to do is walk across the street in the criminally careless manner of Dennis Day, 22, whose photo appears above. That's me. At first, Mr. Day was believed drunk or crazy, but it was later learned he walks this way all the time. I'm going to send clippings to all my friends. Well, they've certainly given you quite... Why, Dennis. What? Well, the picture, it isn't your picture at all. Oh, Mildred, you must be mistaken. I'm not. Look, your hair's black, this man's a blonde. You're clean-shaven, he has a mustache. You have a small nose, and he has a great big one. And you're wearing a blue suit. He has on a gray one with a dewy button in the lapel. Don't you see? Gee, you're right. It can't be me. I'm a Democrat. <laughs> of course it isn't you. They ran a picture of another man over your story. Well, that's a fine thing. I nearly get myself killed, and they give someone else credit for it. <laughs> yes, I know how you feel. Well, you were almost famous, Dennis. Yeah, darn it anyway. I was going to use that picture to start a couple of scrapbooks for our children. Gee, do you really think we'll have some someday, Dennis? Why not? I saw some swell ones for sale at Woolworths the other day. <laughs> well, I'll see you at dinner. All right. So what happens now? We can move on to our 
Weird? Weird. Feels weird. Hey, hey, hey. Weird. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I have some weird words. Hey, they're the I words today, aren't they? They are I words today. Oh, like today. iPhone. Is the first one ice iMac, cream? Ice <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> they're not that easy. Igloo not or something. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. Everybody shut up. I estrogenic is our first word. You are. You're estrogenic. <laughs> I am estrogenic. Astrogenic. It's like photogenic for stars. I astro would be like stars. You know, astrogenic. If you're photogenic, it means you're you look good in, 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 in pictures. Astrogenic. Or astro could be a flower. I astro flower. <laughs> I just know the I means your eyeballs. Oh, uh, you you see you see flowers. That's it. I see I see some flowers over there. I see, those <laughs> I see the stars right there. Starlight, star bright for a star night. The word seems familiar, but I just can't put my finger on it. No, no. Yeah, well. Are we ready for the answer? Might as well. Pertaining to symptoms. We. Caused intentionally unintentionally by a physician. Does that oh. make sense? So a, a doctor makes a mistake. Yeah. Like like they're they're doing surgery and they forget a sponge inside your body. Oopsie! I asked her <laughs> Yeah, that happens a lot. I, yeah. Frequently, more frequently, people think. <laughs> Poor the extra spot. I've known a couple people. I lost, my, I lost my forceps. Where are they? <laughs> lost a sponge. Left a sponge in there. Our next word is idio repulsive. Oh, you <laughs> idiot. I, I, I'm, all idiots repulse me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not prejudiced. You are. Except for, you are, for stupid people and idiots. That's the one thing I kind of yes. You're repulsed by idiots. <laughs> I know that the is repulsed by stupid people make me sick. <laughs> I have that's a feeling that's not it, though. What is like it? Garlic it to means- a vampire. So it means self. Self-repellent, so I guess self-repellent. I repel myself. I'm so repulsive. I repel myself. You don't like yourself, maybe? (laughs) I hate myself. (laughs) Eludible is our next word. Eludible. Eludible. You get away from the bull because it's charging. A lot <laughs> of these words are the adjectives bull. this week. Uh, yeah, that would be an adjective. You're being eludible, like incredible or able. Um, eludible. I'm very lewd. I'm, I'm so eludible. <laughs> I'm just, just hanging out everywhere. I'm eludible. <laughs> Tuck it back in if you're hanging I'm, out I'm, everywhere. <laughs> I'm lasciviousable too. Lewd and lasciviousable. Eludible. 
Where's Terry? Has you got any ideas? Uh, Eludable. What was it? Eludable. Oh, that one? Um, your 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 lewd your ill. <laughs> but I got some sick lewds. Isn't that my a drug? My lewds are sick. <laughs> yeah, like something like that. Sure. Maybe you flunked that class. This word means unable to be washed away. Washed away. Okay. Not able to be washed away. I am so dirty. I can't get none of this crap off of me. <laughs> I can't get clean. I fell into a tar pit and I get this sticky crap all over me. I'm so nutty. I'm eludable. If you get a tattoo, it doesn't wash away. So a tattoo would be eludable. Huh? I guess. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to Next oh. word is ill Willie. Willie's sick. I got oh man, another one. I got a sick Willie. I bet you a doctor <laughs> about that one. And Lily, she's sick. She's ill. Ill Willie. Willie, like, like free Willie, only it's ill Willie. Yeah, that big orca whale, he's sick. He's a doctor. It's an adjective. Gonna familiarize. And it means cherishing, cherishing malevolence. So you love to do bad things. Malevolence is bad stuff. I love <laughs> doing bad stuff. I love it when my willy is ill and I have <laughs> have a lewd bull <laughs> that can't be washed away. <laughs> oh. You learn the definition of nouns and prepositions. Literacy's your mission. And that's why I think it's a good <laughs> Our hmm. next word is impluvious. It's an adjective. My goodness, all these words are adjectives this week. To in, and explode inside. And and like like Impluvi- impervious. All oh, yeah, you're 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 impervious to exploding inside. <laughs> like Terry said, you're going to implode. But you're you're resistance to being able to implode. You might explode, but you're not going to implode. (laughs) (laughs) This word means wet with rain. You've been rained on, you've been impluvious. So (laughs) it's raining cats and dogs, and you go outside without your umbrella, you have been impluvious. Wow. Whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think you're making that up. <laughs> well. I think all these words are made up words. You're just trying to make us say dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, the OED, reading the OED, it's a book from the library. Y'all guys got to get it. You get an idea on some of these weird words. Yeah, there's a lot of weird words in English language, we sure. Work on that grammar. You should know Our next word is entry. I'm assuming I-N-T-R-Y, entry. It's that parrot. The, the ceramic parrot was entry. It got stuck. Yeah, it's a noun, so it could be maybe. I don't know. And last because week you had meaning, the, the boy and the cat. this means. <laughs> the boy and the cat had to be rescued. They were both entry. Entry is a noun.
And the, it means oh. babacooty. Wait a minute. What, what's a babacooty? Good question. The entry means babacooty. See, you're making that up. You don't have an answer, so you just made it up. <laughs> babacooty. It's a kid named you know, Bobby who and the girls don't like him because he has. Alexa, hey, well, what here. does babacooty mean? I'm hoping he'll tell There's me. I'm listening to his. According to blurted.com, it means son or son. That means what? Did you... it, it's an animal. So it sounds sure. like. That sounds funny. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds funny. It's <laughs> a lemur. It's a lemur. The lemur attacked Terry. You hear him? Ah! <laughs> he's being attacked by the babacooty in a, in a tree. Yeah, he's attacking me. <laughs> babacooty. It's a lemur that lives in trees, a babacooty. See, it's in tree. I told you. In tree. <laughs> That's kind of weird. I was close. I was close. Like I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> the next word is enduratize. Endurapie? Enduratize. Tie. Enduratize. not pies. We it, could eat it's pie. when you, you wear a necktie and you just can't get the knot undone, so it just endures around your neck. Enduratize. The necktie that stays tight all the time. Uh, it's a verb, enduratize. Well, so, endurance, enduratize. endurance, I'm making you endure, even though you don't want to, I'm enduratizing you. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do it until I get tired. You're enduratized. <laughs> you better slow down and use the right pronoun. Well, this word, you got any guesses, Terry? I forgot to ask you last time. Huh? He's being attacked by that lemur in a tree. You got any guesses on enduratize? <laughs> enduratize. Um, I endure things with neckties. Uh, that's close to what I said. <laughs> well, this word means to harden your heart. Endurati. Oh, me and Terry guess the right, same thing. We're, we're right and you're wrong. <laughs> so to harden your heart. Too. I was outvoted. <laughs> Just to tie that necktie tight and make your heart tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gives you a heart attack because it's tight to tight. So it means what? To harden your heart. Okay. To harden your heart. To make your heart heart. Get out of here. <laughs> no more. Our next word is inquilitite. Inquilitite? Inquilitite? Uh-huh. It's when you roll up on a blanket so tight you can't mm-hmm. move. You're in a quilt like a burrito and you can't move around because you're old into it. Too tight. Oh, inquilinate instead of inquilitite. Oh. It's a inquilinate. Oh, inquilinate. So it has a different meaning because oh, of the quill, like a porcupine, porcupine quill. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, the porcupine just threw his quills at you and like, ah, there's quills over Your me. name is Nate. They threw it at Nate. So if your name is Nate, look out for the eye quills. Uh, <laughs> they get you, Nate. They get you every time. Or the cactus, what they call the cactus quills. You, you kick the cactus and they, uh, you've been in, in quill, quill, quillinated on your, quill on your chin. Nate. Uh, 
You guys can come up with some pretty good ideas. We're not even close, huh? No. (laughs) This word means to to live in a strange place. To to dwell in a strange place. Dwell in a strange place. Welcome to my strange place. Like like the Oompa Loompas live in the cone barn. <laughs> They're back they here, right? And it's strange. Making all the candy. We're getting more candy. We're gonna have more candy. Okay, we got one more word. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always thinking. And it is insordescent. And it's an adjective. Inflorescent. Insordescent. 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 Sore. 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 You're in the store, stupid. Yeah. Where am I? You're in the store, stupid. <laughs> Instornated or whatever that was. Ali, you better tell us we're going to go on. Okay. No X in espresso. Your part of simple <laughs> Growing in filthiness. I'm assuming a mushroom maybe will grow oh, in like filthiness. To, to grow in, in a filthy place. Not mushrooms. You know, keeping it dark and spread stuff on them. Yeah, and that's uh, all my words for the week. But I don't want your drama. If you really want, leave out that Oxford Wow. Yes, some pretty dirty <laughs> words that just can't be so, washed away there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sick willies and everything. Jeez. Yeah. Well, it's time to transition over to our top ten. Top ten. Top ten. I've got one for today. Today's the 20 something. Today actually is the 21st we're recording, but it would normally be the 22nd. So there's still 10 days till April Fool's Day. I guess I'll go ahead and do this one today. Let's do a foolish joke. Another funny one for that day, but I have today on my top 10 list um, 10 pranks so easy a child can do them. A list of pranks you can pull on. Yeah. So you have a whole week or and a half or so to get ready. Uh, number 10 the feather and shaving cream trick. Ah. I don't know what you've done, mister, but we're here to see that you don't do any more of it. The feather. Or, I know that one. Yeah, you, you put shaving cream in somebody's hand, and you tickle the nose with a feather. When they're sleeping, yeah, somebody's asleep. Put shaving cream in their hand, or well, there's another one. I'll do that. But uh, nine point five. <laughs> yeah, you got the Bonus hot water, one. the dip their finger in hot water trick. You know. I don't, that's not even on the list, but I thought it was included in this one. But I never heard anything so ignorant. That's a bonus one Terry just made up. <laughs> yeah. Number nine, 
putting a bucket of water over the door. I have no doubt that someone will attempt to take our lives in a very few minutes. Ah. That that's usually a, works once. Yeah, that's a classic <laughs> one. Yeah. And, um, it goes on to describe how to do it, but I'll leave that up to your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Watch enough cartoons. I'm sure you've seen it happen before. Definitely. <laughs> Number eight. Toothpaste in the Oreos. I hate ham toothpaste. Oh, yeah. Look at all the yummy white filling and fill it with toothpaste. You don't have to do the whole pack, it's just just enough to get somebody yeah. in. You, you, can, you, can, you can save some original ones for you. You can be eating them with some Oreos and you, you push the bad ones off on that. Ah, I see. That way, you, they see you eating it, so it must be all right. They give them the bad ones. Yeah. Number seven, the air horn door stopper. Hi, Granny. They order run that fella out of town. Door you stopper. Get you and you put it where the door stop is on your door. So whenever oh. you open up the door and it hits that thing. Oh <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> oh well, I put that one on here. Let me go to the number six. It says the balloon birth date. I can't believe it. It's amazing. The no. balloon birthday? Cake. Cake. Does it explain that? You take a you take a balloon and you, oh, you yeah. supposedly squish it into safe in a cake box and then you put frosting on it to make it look like a cake. So and they go to cut into it. Boom. <laughs> I, huh. I don't know. How do you find it? How do you f- find a balloon? square balloon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess if you got some of those long balloons, you know, and you and you put like say uh, three, four, or five across the, in your pan, so it looked like there was, you know, it's filled up, and you just ice it, fill in all the cracks, like you know, spackling it or whatever. That might work. Yeah. Number five, <laughs> putting tape. Over the sensor on the TV remote control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't understand why we haven't got any customers coming in. <laughs> well, this thing working. Change your battery. It's still about work. Number four, a candy apple that's not a candy apple. I didn't think it would be treated as a laughing matter. Well, we'll deal with that later. Yes. <laughs> Do an onion, right? You take an onion and stick a yeah. stick it, put the caramel on it. And uh. Or what I said was take, take the apple and then uh, get dip it, the apple, or take your caramel, take a paper plate, put some salt on it, and put the caramel you know, on there. And then you, you, you the salt apple. it instead of sugar or something. Huh? Right. And then they, you, know, they, uh, you do that or even do it on the outside and put some nuts on it, you know, whatever, disguise all the, you might think it's sugar oh. and nuts but anyway uh, I went to fast forward number three duct tape putting a piece of duct tape on the water faucet I do you there yeah so the water built, you know, builds up it says you put put it over to like the back half of the thing so it squirts out in the front oh, <laughs> oh it sprays the person when they turn the water on yeah we well, see like you put it 
take, you chew up some bubble gum and you put it into the uh, water fountain. And not so it doesn't plug it all the way up, but at least just enough people will get squirted in the face. Yeah. Or, or it says you could take the sprayer nozzle and put duct tape on the nozzle. Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, yeah. So when you, you turn on the, the kitchen <laughs> faucet, it's aimed right at the person. Yeah. And <clears throat> number two, a fake spider on the roll of toilet paper. <laughs> if you're not pooping already. <laughs> yeah. Spider. Uh, I thought I was done, but I got some more. <laughs> oh, spider boom. I got to do paperwork. <laughs> and, and it says number one this is number one but I do have a bonus one too but getting one, getting someone number one is getting someone to open up a can or bottle of soda that you have shaken up previously I wonder what kind of a wild scheme he has now <laughs> he comes up with the strangest request oh he does not <laughs> yeah that'll <laughs> do that I had a bonus one, but I can't remember. Well, I know one that's been done on my husband before the grandkids switched. You get a box of cereal or two boxes of cereal, and you switch the bags of cereal and put them in Uh, opposite boxes. (laughs) I was afraid of that. It's something that's not cornflakes anybody. You get get some cereal that you know the person doesn't like, and you put that in their favorite cereal box. (laughs) And then when they open it and go to pour it, they're like, oh, man. This ain't my cereal. This Check ain't my box. Lucky Charms. Can, this is Raisin Bran. You can, uh, <laughs> this is, another this is one grape is, nuts. Oh. Another <laughs> one that I was saying was uh, another bonus one is uh, um, I put Vaseline on doorknobs before. Yeah. Yeah. It was just too perfect for words. Oh. There were no mistakes. <laughs> or, or on a telephone handle. <laughs> the old fat, you know, the, the regular telephones with the hand, you pick up the handset, but Vaseline or KY jelly all over it. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, "What were you doing with this?" <laughs> you no, know, uh, we had uh, did that with our my or, or, or no, what it is you put it on the earpiece? That's what it is. We had uh, so we had ear. we put Vaseline on the doorknob, but then we took like ketchup and hot sauce and squirted it on the front porch. We put a big kitchen knife there, like somebody got attacked and. And killed. But I don't know. We didn't have any fake vampire blood or something. Yeah. We had that all over the porch and a knife. And then they're like, ah! they tried to get in. They couldn't get in because they're fastening on the doorknob. Well, it's pretty obvious what else we can do. Nothing. Throw out some Jehovah Witness tracks too out there. <laughs> we put it on the front door and the back door because we didn't know what doors they'd come in, you know. But, yeah. That's my top ten list this top week. Top ten pranks. Maybe we could do some more pranks <laughs> next week because next week will actually be the twenty ninth when we record. So still be a couple of days before the official April Fool Day. Anyway, um, moving on to our anchor topic. Because I think we're up to that point. It's yep. on on the category of living skills, and I didn't really look anything up to present, but I guess it is you know spring cleaning day sometime this week. I forgot what day. And uh, living skills would definitely be a spring cleaning kind of a category. 
So if you guys have any spring cleaning type of living skills ideas. Uh, pass it off to people that can see. <laughs> what was that, Terry? It is. Vinegar and water cleans everything. Oh, yeah. Douche. <laughs> it does cover a lot of bases. Yeah. TV screens, windows. Anyway. Coffee makers. Yeah. And it doesn't harm the environment. <laughs> yeah. We can have some don't mix bleach and pine salt together. That'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, Ammonia but... and uh, bleach will kill you. It's not good. Don't mix those two. Does it explode or something? <laughs> and just puts off some nauseous. nauseous Here, take a big whiff no. of this. See if this is ammonia or not. <laughs> yeah. We had. I had a guy. Uh, he, he. It says that we had. I had chlorine tablets for my swimming pool, and this idiot. He opened the lid and and it stuck his face right there and went and he went. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. and he just started coughing and gagging and puking. And we call them poison control. And they said, go in the bathroom and, and turn the hot water on and shut the door and let it, the steam up. And then whenever you, you feel a little bit better, get to the uh, well, That would be a good matchup for poison control week, which I think is our month even, which we're in. But the thing with that is chlorine is you know chlorine gas when you're breathing those fumes. Chlorine gas is the deadliest chemical weapon on the face of the planet. There is no antidote for it, and it will kill you. It was one of the worst things of World War I when it first came out with biological and chemical warfare. Yeah. Huh. little history information there. History, historical yeah. knowledge. I mean, it, it is, it's the deadliest in history. Yeah. <laughs> It'll kill anything. Yeah, even people. Yeah, <laughs> even grass. Put it on your grass. Kill it on. Don't like your name. Spring cleaning. I don't know. I mean, throw away stuff that you don't use. Don't yeah. throw away important papers. Save those for somebody to look at. If you find papers or envelopes and you don't know what it is, put it in a box. Ma- make somebody... a stack. Yeah, put it in the box. Ask somebody later. Something. What is this? Can I throw it away? You know what happens though. Hey, here's this bag of stuff I can have you look at. Make sure it's not trash. Oh, and a pull, little bit. <laughs> pull out one thing. Trash. Okay, throw the whole thing away. See. Uh, all right. I, you know there was some I, IRS papers in there. <laughs> being, being being blind, you know, it's, you could stand there and like take a broom and sweep and sweep and sweep and hope you get everything. I usually I usually like to get on the floor myself and feel. Go. Oh yeah. This. Let me start over here in the corner. I'm reaching and I go. Oh. And I'm like. Have a whisk broom on the bottom. You pick up, so I go, Hey, what is this? It's like, ah, it's, it's half a dead mouse. It's like, Oh, <laughs> I've done that before. It's a snake, it's a rattlesnake. <laughs> More Texas. Ah, <laughs> I have done that. You never know what you're I, grabbing. So I thought it was one of those little furry toys the kids at the cart, you know, they get at the <laughs> carnivals, a little furry that yeah. doesn't even look like nothing. And I picked it up and I thought, oh, it's a kid. Nope, it's a dead mouse. It had a tail. <laughs> Dropped it back down real quick. Yeah. I've encountered yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. dead mouse so, so what, what I get you guys saying is being blind, you just sometimes, sometimes you just have to get down and pick stuff up. But sometimes you got to be aware you might pick up stuff that's like gross. <laughs> yeah. Right. But so you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell everybody, I don't care if you can see or not. Get down here on your hands and knees and, and wipe your hand across the floor and tell me if this is clean. It might look clean, 
but do, do look, just look, do it. Just, well, it, it. To me, it would depend. Is it a carpeted floor or a linoleum well, yeah. or tile right. floor? Hardwood. My so, husband sweeps it, our floor in here every day and is surprised every day how much garbage he picks up. And it's just me here all day. And I what don't do, do you a do? lot of where the dirt and dust comes from. Uh, well, yeah, on a on a smooth floor, I I can see it'd be easier to run a, a broom across it because you kind of you know get some spatial awareness going on, and you just back and forth and you recover, even if you recover some ground, and you know just get a dustpan and pick it up. Now on carpet, I would imagine it'd be a little more difficult with a broom. But most people who do carpets, you get a vacuum sweeper. Yeah. Uh, but here's a tip with any for anybody: if you're going to use a vacuum, make sure the floor is picked up. You know, make sure there's no little Lego pieces over in the corner or somebody's shoes. No or shoe strings string or yarn or socks. Yeah. <laughs> you start sucking up a ball of yarn. It's like <laughs> yarn's getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> My mother-in-law did that one. <laughs> You do, Jeez. even if you use a vacuum, you still have to, like, Terry said, get on your hands and knees and check the corners of things, like couches and what to make the wall, yeah. and tables and chair legs or whatever. Now, once you've made the round, though, you've gone through, okay, pretty sure everything's picked up. Then what about your vacuum? And with a vacuum, to me, it's a lot easier because you can hear dirt collateral yeah. up the hose. Whatever you've you've worked this patch of carpet for a little bit and it stops having the dirt clattering up. Well, move on to the next little patch and you keep on doing that. And hopefully you don't find a, a missing shoestring <laughs> or something. Uh-oh, I made a mistake. At least a shoestring you can only suck in so far and then pull it back out. Like I said, my mother-in-law can see perfectly and she sucked up I had a ball of yarn or skein of yarn on the floor and she caught it. <laughs> and I mean, most of it ended up wrapped around that beater bar. And, yeah. But yep. things like that will happen to anybody. You just got to be. My wife's to... yarn gets wrapped around my feet and I drag it all around the house. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, or, it's life. You got like to learn to there, and... there was some plastic bags that. I don't know where they came from, but they were sitting by the, the kitchen table on the floor. <laughs> and walking past, all of a sudden, <laughs> it's stuck on my foot. And it's like, <laughs> I take about five steps, like, oh, this, this stuff was on my foot. Then I lifted my foot and it fell off. I'm like, oh, yeah, went ahead and went where I was going. Yeah, sometimes it happens. Just kind of get I tangled mean, up in something. Yeah. We have our, we, our cats, we have a cat, and we have those. Bags like you can hang it's hangs on the doorknob, you know, it's a bag, it's got to open on both ends, but it's got elastic, so you put your you know, Walmart bags in there, stuff, and so you can use them again for other purposes. And the cat will sit there and take them out all up, and they're, it's they're a cat all over toy. The floor. Yeah. I said, Okay, you know what, let's put a nail up higher on the door frame or something. <laughs> It's like I'm tired of like, it's a little bag dispenser. Just like what you said. I'll be walking around and she'll be like, uh, one time I'll be like, oh, you got a bag around your foot. Okay. Walk through again. Oh, you know, you got one of my bras around wrapped around. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you can't hear the floor, You can't hear a bra. And stuff. It's like, why are, you there? why are they on the floor? You know what I'm saying? Put them in the dirty. 
Yeah. Put, put an if you're going to work again the next day, I hang them on my doorknob. <laughs> uh, note to well, self. Hangs, they're hanging on the bathroom door. And whenever I walk out, you know, I walk out and put my arm out to push the door open, and my hand or my pinky gets caught in the dang bra strap, and it pulls me. I'm like, ah, this attack. Uh. <laughs> my bra's hanging on the door. And I'm like, you're being attacked by the entry lemur. Ah. <laughs> well, they just they just attack me all the time. It's like whether on the floor or on the doorknob or, or <laughs> on the door. It's like uh, terrible. Hmm. <laughs> Wow, what? fun living skills. We don't see yeah, so. the fun things that happen uh, in spring. Uh, often the same things that happen to sighted people, but it yeah, happens to everybody. Gotta live with it, deal with it. Well, step right in, folks. Madame Lazanga's School of Dance. Six easy lessons, 50 beautiful hostesses. Say there, neighbor. How would you like to dance with a pretty girl? Oh, not me, kid. I just had a terrible accident. No. Yeah, my car upset. Mm. And if I don't turn it over, my wife is going to be mad at me. Well, why, why don't you dance with the pretty girls first? Then you can turn your car over. Oh, no. i got to do it now or my wife won't like it. Look, I'll explain it to your wife. Where is she? She's under the car. Oh, my goodness. Where did the accident happen? Hey, see that car across the street? Right across the street? Yeah. See that wreck over there? Yes. Is that your car? No, that's my wife. Uh, your wife? Yeah. The car is the one with my wife's dress wrapped around it. Oh, I see. Fits perfectly, don't it? Look, wait a minute. Look, if you had an accident, why didn't you call a policeman? Why didn't I call a policeman? Yes. Because I hit one. Yeah, yeah, you, you mean you hit a policeman in uniform? No, I hit him in a patrol car. Wait a minute. Did he uh, recognize you? Well, what'd you say? Could he swear to you? Yeah, he could swear to me. And I sweared right back at him. Well, you shouldn't have done that. You should speak softly to a policeman. I did, but he heard me. Quiet now. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling. For a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine, it's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T H O G A N. H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. So, wow, I guess it takes us down to our um, email. email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? We do have our evaluations or let me um, find my email. Here we go. Crappy stuff people want to tell us. <laughs> What's that? Crappy stuff people want to tell us. <laughs> yeah, people want to write us an email, tell us a funny life story, a family story, embarrassing story, stories about being attacked by ceramic parrots and trees, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. 
your, your adventures at a rattlesnake barbecue with all those long barbecue finding spits. A, finding old <laughs> things on the floor, thinking it's a Tootsie Roll and smell dog turd, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, well, this one starts out saying, hello, Keith, Terry, and Jill. I'm a photojournalist, and here's the story I'd like to share with you. I had a request approved to cover a big story using my cell phone to call the local airport. I chartered a flight. And I was told that a twin-engine plane would be waiting for me there at the regional airport. Uh, I arrived at the airfield and spotted an airplane warming up outside the hangar. I jumped in with my camera bag, slammed the door shut, and shouted, Let's go! The pilot taxied out, swung the plane into the wind, and took off. Once in the air, I instructed the pilot to fly low over the valley and make little passes so I could uh, take pictures over the raging forest fires that were there and were spreading across the hillside. Why? Asked the pilot. Isn't that a little risky, flying over the flames like that? Just keep flying low and over those flames so I can get some good close-up shots with my camera. But why do you want to do that? Asked the pilot, who was clearly nervous. Well, because... I'm a photographer for cable news, I responded, and I need to get some close-up shots. The pilot was strangely silent for a moment. Finally, he stammered, "Um, so what you're telling me is you're not my flight instructor? (laughs) This makes it on his show. (laughs) From Casey Walker, reporting in from... Rough and ready, California. <laughs> yeah, well. I hope they have a nice landing. landing. Hope you know how to, yeah. <laughs> parachutes on the plane. Hope you got as far as learning how to land, that's for sure. Uh, anyway, time for our final thoughts. Did you, did you ever find some, Terry, or, or no? Huh? Did you ever final, find thoughts? final thoughts? Oh, yes, I do. I have one. There's nothing more odd than numbers that are not visible by you. <laughs> odd numbers. <laughs> Even numbers. <laughs> math joke, math joke. <laughs> what do pandas use to fight? Their bare hands. What the panthers? Pandas. Oh, pandas used to fight with their bear hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of imaginary friends. But now, thanks to Facebook, I have a lot. (laughs) So if you follow me on Facebook, you're my imaginary (laughs) friend. Or maybe I'm yours, for all I know. Uh, do houses wear clothes they have a dress an address why can you never trust an artist they're very sketchy. 
Yeah, gee. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, the way I look at it, I'd rather have open heart sugary than open heart surgery. <laughs> sugary heart. <laughs> yeah. You know, what do you call a belt with a watch on it? A waste of time. <laughs> a waste of time. <laughs> Why did the baseball coach go to the bakery? He needed a batter. Well, <laughs> he needed to make some cookies, I mean, cake or something. Yeah. Well, I, I got at least one more here. You know, seeing how it has been National or World Poetry Day recently. Roses are red. Bumblebees buzz. Most poem rhymes, but this one... Wait a minute. This one sure does. (laughs) I have... uh... A can opener that doesn't work is referred to as a can't opener. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that can't opener? All right. Do you know where you take a bad rainbow? To prism. Prism. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta break up all them crowds. You have too much fun over there. Yeah, wah, wah. Well, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all for me, too. <laughs> you should never leave your wooden shoes in the bathroom. People will think you clogged the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you clogged the toilet again. Ah. Well. With that said, that's all our show. This is the part where we'd like to close up. This is Keith signing off. Say thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Leave us a rating and review wherever you happen to have found us. And uh, send us an email so we can hear tell your funny story on the show. And tune in next week when Terry says, Uh-oh. <laughs> got to sell some pretzels this week. I need, I need ice cream cone. I can't find notes. Just uh, my inventory. Let me tell you that. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back on our regular same bat time, same bat channel. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Today's Monday. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a day early. Yeah. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. Mm-hmm.